podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub. And start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Oh, good evening and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily. It is Saturday, it is the 24th of September. Uh, Liverpool don't play till tomorrow. We've done all the previews on the games, we've talked about possible lineups, results, implications of what happens. Oh, we, we've done everything on the game. So tonight we're just going to do a half an hour to having a laugh. It's Saturday night. Um, I'm going to do a half an hour here. I'm going to go off and have a few beers, uh, get ready for the Liverpool game tomorrow. But listen, anything random you have, that's most important tonight. Anything random you have, absolutely send it in to me. Um, it can be anything. It can be football. It can be random questions. It can be stuff like our favorite question, you know. How far can you jump between two buildings? It can be anything you like. It really can. Uh, throw it in there and we will absolutely, uh, just, we just have fun with it for the next, uh, for the next 30, 35 minutes. We'll see how it goes. Um, but is there anything, I suppose, to, to premiership football today? Uh, Man City, um, Man City, uh, 8-0. Wofford were a disgrace, weren't he? 1-0 down after 40 seconds, was it something like that? Barry Carr is having chicken satay, rice and chips and a copperberg, is it? Good man, what flavour of copperberg? Uh, great for a hangover, by the way. Mick says, evening Gav, have you got your electricity back on? I do, there was, there was all sorts going on earlier. Um, the electricity went off and we're in about four minutes. There was like 11 people in my kitchen discussing it. Um, when will it be back? What are we going to do? I was like, lads, the electricity's gone off. It's, it's, it's cool, like, you know, we, we get through. Um, it's, uh, it went on, it was meant to come back a half one, it didn't, it was meant to come back a half two, it didn't, it came back about ten to three, it was fine. But, uh, there was talks of riots, there was, uh, placards being talked, um, people were wondering, would, 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 is the best thing to do is to go and get bread? Um, I don't know, it was all a bit mad. Um, the respect we are being shown by other teams, players, just cause we are as good at CE discuss, um, I don't think Watford come out and get beaten 8-0 by Liverpool, um, I don't think Watford come out and lie down like that against Liverpool. I've said it before. Um, and to be honest with you, that City side, of all the City sides that have played this season, is probably the one together. You know, Mendy come back at left back. I think he had Fernandinho at centre-half. All right, his top six were quite good. Sterling didn't play. But, you know, it's 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 an absolute shambles from Watford. It's a disgrace. You know, they got a lot of credit last week after um, getting a two-all draw at Arsenal. They tore these shots and they were this, that and the other. They were just... 
shambolic today, you know. I watched the first 30 minutes of it and I just thought, what the fuck is going on here? And I turned it off. Um, 8-0, three points. Watford were shocking, says Kev. Yeah, absolutely. They were absolutely atrocious. I switched over to Everton. And as Chris Pross says, let's all laugh for Everton. Major problems there for Everton. Major, major problems. And um, I'll get into it in a little minute. Barry Carr says, elderflower on lime. That doesn't even sound like a, a, a drink. Doesn't even sound like a flavour, Barry. Um, so I think you might need to reassess that. Um, just because City Barter teams, says Barry, teams will automatically cover up now playing LFC. Um, I just don't know how a team can go out and 40 seconds in and hold the shape for 40 seconds. You know, I think it's criminal. Um, Maverick says, forget City, too many teams roll over for them and put a fight up against us. Don't care if they score 10, it makes no difference. Just get three points and move on. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, it's, it's one of those, um, it's one of those where, you know, yeah, you have to just, yeah, take it as three points, but their, their goal difference has gone through the roof now. Um, you know, so it's, it's one of those things. Um, but look, don't, don't worry about it. Um, Kev O'Sullivan said they started without a striker, deserved a battering. But you see, that's the thing, Kev. They, they, they start without a striker, okay? So, so you have to excuse me while I'm doing this. I'm just trying to sort a few bits out with the podcast while we're, while we're going. Um, yeah, they do. They, they, they start without, without a, a striker or whatever way they, they line up. But in that case, then, even more reason to hold your shape. You know, that kind of way. It's just, it's, I think it's, I think it's desperate, to be honest with you. I really, really do. I think, you know, and you can, you can, you can paint whatever way you want, but Warford come out there and, what, he 4 nil down after 16 minutes? Something along them lines. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's just disgraceful. But, um, on to Everton. Um, they were beaten 2 nil today. I watched, I watched the last 15 minutes of the first half and I watched all the second half and Everton looked clueless. I'm going to put it that way. Um, they looked absolutely clueless. They looked out of ideas. They looked like players in the wrong positions. Um, he got very desperate very early and he, they kind of went away from the way they were trying to play out from the back and stuff. They started launching stuff. I think Tosin comes on, you know, they started launching stuff. I think Theo Walker ends up at right back. Uh, where the sense in that comes from, I don't know. I, I didn't, st- Coleman goes off, was he injured? It's the only thing I can think of, or was he trying to get attacking players on the pitch? Because I'm not being funny. Seamus Coleman offers more of an attacking threat than Theo Walker. I'm going to put it out there. If you want to disagree with me, you absolutely can. Um, let me see. Maverick says the rise of Leicester is, is very interesting. What well, Spurs done their Spurs thing, didn't they? I'll get on to Spurs and Leicester in a minute, but just on everything, they looked, they looked so bereft of ideas. They looked... It, I was watching them first half, and they weren't too bad the first half an hour. They were, they were controlling them most of the time. But all they tried to do was just get to the end line and whip balls across. And I'm Sheffield United, in fairness to them, just, you know, sat back. Um, sorry, there's a fire alarm going off in the house. Two fire alarms going off in the house. Um, well, I'm sure everybody's fine. They'll turn them off now. Yeah, they're off. Um, but... You know, Sheffield United literally just dropped back a little bit when everything got near the end line and swept all this stuff away. It was no problem. Kevin Sullivan says, Sylvan is on borrowed time. I was having this conversation in the, in the WhatsApp group earlier and the thing that came out for me was, and you know, a couple of, like, uh, Grizz wasn't very impressed and, and he got a bit, he got a bit upset and he tried to, he, um, he just got a bit upset. Well, there's nothing I can do about that. Um, but I was saying that, you know what? Everton win that today and they go into City next week and it's like, oh, we've had a decent start to the season and we've 
is it, they'd have 10 points or something like that. And, you know, ah, oh, City, we'll get beaten by City, but that's just the way to expect. And, you know, and the Reds will suffer because of that and they roll over. The problem they have now is, is that they've lost the game at home to a promoted side, um, after being beaten away, um, last week by Bournemouth, uh, they haven't been good ever so far this season. They go into that City game and I think Silva is really, really on, on the line here. Um, again, he was given money to spend. Um, Moise Keane, um, the guy off Arsenal, whose name always escapes me, but he, he spent a bit of money and they still look to have no identity in the play. The, the panic from them today was was outrageous. Um, Force manager to be get sacked, Silva, Poch, Zidane, Solskjaer. Um do you know something? Um, I don't see it was a Dan. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see it was a Dan. Um, and I don't to a point see it with Soldier. I thought it would be. I think things have changed there a little bit. They've settled into, I think United have settled into a realization as to where they are. And they're going to stick with them for the season, I think. The only thing that may change that is the, the, the situation with Iwobi is the player's name. Thanks, Kev. Um, the only, the only problem there and the only little issue you may get is Pochettino. And I think this is the most interesting one out of them all. Um, you know, it's, uh, he's, he's talking a lot, Pochettino. His team went away during the week, 2 0, 2 0 up and drew 2 all. They went, they went 1 0 ahead today and lost 2 1. He's making comments, there's, there's comments coming out and different players here and there. You know, you have the likes of, um, Somebody who, it was a pundit the other day said that Harry Kane needs to leave Spurs in order to win trophies. I can't remember the pundit who it was, but I read that and thought, you know what, he has a point. And um, because I think Spurs have peaked. And despite spending that money on Lo Celso, on End and Belly, I think there's a couple of signings there that were made above Pochettino's head. That's where I think, that's where I think the issue might be. I think they were seen as good investments and, and they were kind of done with his arm behind his back a little bit. Um, Kevin Sullivan says he needs to get them out of Champions League group or his stock dives. It could be, but I have a feeling I'll put it to you this way. If Pochettino gets to December and it's not going right and he feels he wants to change and he, and he hands in his resignation, I have a feeling United would act very, very quickly on that. I really do. Um, Maverick says he's Woodbourne on loan. He's on loan at, um, Oxford, isn't it? Oxford he's on loan at. Somebody says there he got two assists today. Mick says he got two assists today. Um, he says they're worth a look. I will try to get them on the EFL show that does be on later on tonight or the goals in the morning you get them on. Um, Mick asks who would sports tour to if Pochettino left? I don't, I genuinely don't know. Um, I have a feeling they might go for, you know, somebody. I, I think, I think they try to get someone in a club mold. Um, I really do. I think the Wolves manager will be highly sought after if the likes of a sports lost their manager. If an Everton lost a manager, um, even if an Arsenal lost a manager, uh, not United, but not Liverpool, not City, but I think the Wolves manager would be highly, highly sought after. Um, somebody that's going to come into the fray, I feel, in the next 12 months as well, um, is Brendan Rodgers. I think Brendan Rodgers could come into, into the fray when it comes to jobs around, if it doesn't work for Lampard at Chelsea, if, you know, the Pochettino thing doesn't work out. 
Um, you know, all this sort of stuff. I think Brendan Rogers, like Kevin Sullivan says there, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe's been mentioned a couple of times, but do you know what? And they, and they go on about him doing a great job on this limited budget and stuff like that. Bournemouth spend money, lads. Bournemouth spend money. Um, you know, look at the money they've given Liverpool over the years. You know, like 15 million on Ibs, 6 on Brad Smith, 20 on Solanke. You know what I mean? They, they, they've, 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 they've put in, um, They've put in some big money for, for players um, over the last couple of years. Mick says it's risky. Wolves are in the bottom three. Wolves are suffering, Mick, because of the, the Europa League. Um, they ha- they have a good quality squad, but I don't think they have the quantity. I don't think they have the, the squad to go and do these four competitions. Um, you know, it's it, it's happened boringly. It's happened a lot of sides. You know, it's like you look at Leicester when they won the league, they went into the Champions League, they did a great run. I think they get to the quarterfinals and get beaten by... Or second round or quarter final against Atletico, I think. But they were brutal in the league because the squad just wasn't there. You need 25. You need, you need, and I mean, everyone has 25. Most of them have between 23 and 25 because that's what you're allowed to name. But listen, there's, there's, there's probably, if, if Wolves have 25 players, there's probably seven of them making up the numbers. Whereas you, you can probably have two or three to make up the numbers, you know what I mean? Mick reckons Rogers is a show. I think Rogers, if he has a really good season at Leicester, I think if a Spurs Chelsea come along, that's his next step. Spurs Chelsea Arsenal, one of those three is is the next level up from from Leicester. Having said that, if he keeps going with this at Leicester, he could he could absolutely um he could absolutely rampage into 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 top four, into real contention for top four. The way things are going, you know. Um, United have looked shaky, Arsenal look shaky, Chelsea will see tomorrow, Spurs look shaky, Everton were meant to be a great hope, mm, not happening, a lot of people I mentioned West Ham, don't think they'll last, but um, I think he will come into the reckoning, and look, if you think that Brendan Rodgers isn't going to leave Leicester to go to the likes of Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, um, he absolutely would, he would, at the drop of a hat, he absolutely would. Uh, Kev O'Sullivan reckons that Brendan will get Leicester into the top six, um, then he's going to be given money, hope he spends it right, that's the big thing, spending the money. Um, and the problem with Brendan Rodgers is, if he gets Leicester into the top six, and he gets money, he's in Europe, and my only thing I will level at Brendan Rodgers is, he is has he has proven um with Liverpool and he's proven with with um Celtic at times not to be up to a European level for for the coach he is. I don't think he's able to adjust enough at European level and be pragmatic enough um and have his team be pragmatic and well drilled enough to, to go away in Europe particularly and perform. So that's something that might be held against Rogers, but having said that a good year in the Premier League can get you anywhere. We've seen it with players. We've seen it with managers. You know, we've seen it with, 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 with fellas that come along and have one good season. The next ball they're propelled into this and that and the other. And it doesn't work out most of the time. But the, listen, a top six finish in the Premier League does a hell of a lot for your CV. It really does. I forgot to say at the start, this show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. We have to pick our bet for tomorrow. So... Of course, Paddy Power is a bookies. It's a betting app, a website. Um, they've shops everywhere you can walk into and do a bet. If you're going to gamble and you fancy a, a little flutter on things, try Paddy Power. Their app is really good. I'm being honest with you. It is really good. Um, but if you gamble, please gamble responsibly. If you don't gamble, disregard it. It's not for you. That's absolutely and utterly fine. Um, but we have to pick our bet for this week, okay? So, myself and all the people that watch this show decided that we wanted to... Not take money every week, you know, like lads make a bet. Oh yeah, you get that money. What we all decided was we put the bets on 
any money we get back, I'm going to hold. There will be a, a, a live record of it as we go along through the season. And whenever we make it at the end of the season, we're going to have a show at the end of the season where we sit down and we'll have a show and people will throw in their, you know, I'll probably have a little poll to see who we give the money to at the end of the season. But we have to start getting money, lads. The bets have been outrageous, 100 to 1, 150 to 1, 80 to 1, 90 to 1. We need to go a little bit more conservative. So, um, this week, what I want to do is, if you have any recommendations, throw them in there. I'll read them out as we go along. And whatever I feel that is a really good one, I'm going to say, yep, yeah, that's the, his bet is the one I'm going to use. Even if we can get 50 quid on the board, lads, 40 quid, 60 quid, a two to one, three to one, whatever it is, get this ball rolling. And at the end of the season, if we have a couple of hundred quid or even more than that, brilliant. We can give it to a charity. You know, people have mentioned them. Um, the Jamie Carragher Foundation, people have mentioned that the food banks, people have mentioned um, the O McVeigh Trust, you know, anything like that. It can be anything you like, but we need to get this on the board, lads. So anyone watching now, throw me in your um, your suggestions. Just write, throw it in. I'll pick one. I'll have a look and go, yeah, that looks okay. And I will um, I will go from there. Mick reckons Chelsea half-time, Liverpool full-time. Um, I'd like to see us go ahead in this game, Mick. I'm being honest with you. I'd like to see us, t- especially in the half-time. And then try kill them in the second half. But look, that will definitely be taken into consideration as we go along. If you have any, we've about 15 minutes to go. If you have any absolutely off the wall random questions, um, you know, send them in to me, whatever they are. It can be favorite biscuit, favorite this, favorite that, one thing you hate, what are you allergic to, what do you, what, what's your fears, anything like that. Um, <clears throat> Absolutely, just throw them in there and we can go from there. Maverick says zero zero half time, two one to Liverpool full time. That's not a bad one. Um, Kev says a bet. Uh, sorry, draw half time, Liverpool full time. A lot of people going for that. I'll have a look at them. Um, and I'll see what the odds are. But again, yeah, just keep throwing them in like that. I, and listen, you don't only have to throw in one and then decide, oh, I'll throw me bet. Throw in a couple, anything, you know. But like something that, you know, like I always find the ones like, you know, Liverpool to win and somebody to score. Any time. It probably only gets you two or three to one, but that's all you want. That's all you want to get, get going. As I said, any random stuff, throw them in and we'll, uh, we go from there. But, um, yeah, the, the football today, um, Burnley had a decent win at home to Norwich. Norwich, the, the big heroes of last week. I didn't see m- much of that game. I was flicking between games as I went through today. Um, but, but I think it was, t- I think it finished two nil, but the big one is still, the big one was still Man City, the Everton win, uh, Spurs getting beaten, but, you know, like VAR happened again today, VAR after taking a break during the week, um, was back today, and, like, it just gets, it gets more farcical, I think, as it goes, you know, like, um, I think Spurs have a goal disallowed, Serge Aurier finishes it quite well, and it's, it's ruled out because a ball in the build-up, uh, Sam was offside, and, like, VAR are pulling this thing out and I don't know I'm saying to myself how is he offside you know and they're drawing lines and they're drawing this and they're it's I, I was for VAR if it came in in a certain way um, but to be honest with you um, it's it's become a shambles it's become a shambles I was looking up stuff during the week about the rules and from what I can make out if the ref makes a decision and he feels it's right that's it it's 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 become ridiculous. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. The swimmer says, "Who's your League of Ireland team?" Shamrock Rovers League of Ireland team. Um, one hundred percent. Um, let me see. The tea time football was garbage. Did that finish nil all? Newcastle, Brighton were all over them. Brighton controlled it. There's a lot of empty seats in St James's Park. There was a lot of bills at half time. I went off to have me dinner then, and then I I seen. 
I seen um I seen it was nil all on about eighty. Did it finish nil all? Um if you had to live in Holland, Portugal or the south of France, which would you choose as Maverick? Um mm. It's a good one. Um Bum, bum. South of France. Yeah, South of France. I'll go with the South of France and the weather. It's a top drawer. I am I like Portugal. Um yeah. No, do you know what? I'll go with Portugal. Yeah, golf courses. I'll go I'll go with Portugal. I'll change my mind to Portugal if that's all right. Um let me see. Kevin Sullivan says four plus corners and Fabinho gets booked. Is that four corners in the game? Or four corners for us? Or uh, Fabinho getting booked would be a short price, but again, I'll have a look at all them. Um, but yeah, th- just going back to that Brighton-Newcastle game, Brighton had a brilliant chance, it was squared across the box. This fella had about three goals there when he should have just tapped it to the guy beside him and he would have just buried it. Um, Newcastle, look, they were the home team there today and they literally went out and looked like they were holding on to a 1-0, you know, away leg victory and they were holding on to that one goal and they weren't it was nil all they looked awful I don't know how much the second half went but um, I, I have them nailed on for relegation Newcastle I really really do I think there's nothing in them I think um, defensively they're limited midfield they're limited and John Joe Shelby will piss off for a couple of months in the season um, and uh, up front flashes from that guy Almiron Joe Linton looks looks I suppose he's, how do I put it? When you're a poor man, Solomon Rondon, it's tough. He's willing, he's willing, he's, he's game, but no, there's not enough there. Uh, Sam was offside for the life of me, I don't see what's difficult. No, I'm just saying, like, Kev, do you are, do you are drawing lines and stuff like that? It's, and you know what I mean? But what I can't understand is, that's not a clear and obvious. You see, the thing is, that ball gets played in a sc- the goal score, the lines, man, okay, doesn't put up his flag. Okay, doesn't put up his flag. Um, the ball goes in, and VAR are checking. VAR are checking now. They're going to check, 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 and they're going to come back. Go, son's fucking elbow was offside. That linesman hasn't made a clear and obvious mistake. So where does the clear and obvious stop? Does the clear and obvious stop with the referee? Does it stop when the referee tells it? You know, does it, does it come into effect when the referee says it comes into effect? Does the referee ask about this? That linesman does not make a clear and obvious mistake. Okay? So that linesman can easily turn around the ref's ear and go, no, he was on side. Okay? And the replay of that, and they look back at that and go, well, it's actually, it's not clear and obvious. That's my issue. The clear and obvious is my issue. Where does clear and obvious start? Where does it stop? Where does VAR come in? Where does it not? And I'm being honest with you, Kev. I'm watching a lot of football. I've heard a lot about VAR. And I can tell you now, I am more confused than I've ever been. And that's not me being, you know, snide about it. It's not me being, um, you know, just lazy about it. I'm watching this stuff and trying to take it in. And I'm genuinely confused as to what a decision is going to be made or how that decision is going to be how they're going to come to that decision in every instance that's how it is um barry carr says everton could be 30 points adrift of us when all is said and done it was close to that last season i think it was probably more um barry carr said he would live in the algarve for the golf there you go see um maverick says not nice or the super expensive place in the south of France, thinking more Toulouse, Dordogne, etc. And where in Portugal, Algarve. Yeah, the Algarve down that way, yeah, absolutely. Um nice nice place to nice place to be, nice weather, nice golf. I'm alright. 
I'm all right there. VAR got got some putting today at sports game. Must have been switched off for the last two games. It's dead to me. Not real. I know it is dead to you. And to be honest with you, um, it's going to get to the stage where you're just going to have to watch games, see goals go in, sit back and go, well, let's see what they make up now. Let's see what they come up with now. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's madness. Kevin Sullivan says the Lions are there for, are what the VA, sorry, the Lions are what the VAR officials see. It's not for TV companies. I don't care who it's for. I have no problem. I don't care who it's for. I don't care if it's for me, you, Lionsmen, VAR, people in the ground, the fella that cuts the grass. I have no, I don't care who it's for. What I'm saying is take two incidents here, right? Let's take three incidents. So Matip gets gets headlocked, okay, in the box against Newcastle. A linesman's looking straight in at that, and a referee, we presume, is looking straight at it because he never gives a decision, okay? And he must have translated, you know, transmitted this to the people in the VAR to say, seeing it, no penalty, that's my decision, fine. The linesman doesn't see anything or do, doesn't do anything. He's okay, fine. There's a penalty in the other, the other night. The, the guy, it's a clear dive, okay? The referee gives the penalty. And VAR don't go to him and say, you know, we can, they don't intervene because it's not a clear and obvious mistake. Fine. Son is offside today. By the letter of the law, with all the lines they draw and the, 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 the rulers they take out and the bits and pieces. Absolutely fine. Right? But, that linesman makes a decision and never puts that flag up. And it is not clear and obvious. So where does it stop? The Matip decision is subjective. It's not subjective. The Matip decision is that he is going to head a ball and a guy nowhere near the ball has his hand around his throat and is dragging him to the ground. Okay? It's clear and it's obvious. Okay? But if the referee can see that properly and sees something happen and say, I didn't see that 100%, VAR should be on it. If the linesman sees someone says, I'm not too sure, VAR should be on it, okay? The offside is not subjective. Listen, the offside, okay, is not a clear and obvious mistake. This is what I'm saying. Subjective, objective, this, standard. it's a shambles. It's an absolute shambles. And until they actually go and look what rugby union do and decide they must be screens in every ground, and Liverpool are guilty of this, they don't have one. Manchester United are the same. Until they go, okay, until they go and they look and they say, there's the screen, I've made a decision, he does the little thing where he does the square box and he's mic'd up and you can hear him talking to the person and saying, this is what I think happened. Can you advise me on this? I've looked back five times, me, and I'm telling you, it is a penalty. Absolutely fine. But there is so many grey areas in this. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the City disallowed goal against sports. Yes, the letter of the law now is, is that you cannot take advantage of any situation when it hits your hand, whether from my understanding, whether it's deliberate or not deliberate, okay? That's why that goal was disallowed. Having said that, the referee does not see it. He does not make a clear and obvious decision. He doesn't make a mistake on that grounds. Now, I could be completely talking bullshit, ridiculous stuff here, but that, to the common fan, is the way you, we, me, you, and I presume the majority of fans are looking at this, it, it, it's it's clear and obvious for one thing, and then for something else, they're whipping out uh, graphs and Excel spreadsheets and all sorts of stuff, which is wrong. 
It's it's completely wrong. It needs. It, 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 I don't know where they go with it because it's in now. They can't back out. But for me, it's 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 absolutely madness. Um, I've spent way too long talking about that. Um, let me see. The one thing they have to do is ref up the mic and explain what he says. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And listen, people say, oh, you can't ref up, uh, mic up the ref because players are this and players are that. Now, listen, I'll tell you, all you do is you say, when I make that signal and I go to turn on that microphone, you know, you see in American football, they go to make a decision. The ref, everyone goes waiting. the ref, he presses a button and he tells the whole ground what's going on. Or, and, and everyone on telly can hear as well. The minute that ref does that signal and presses, goes to press that button, every player goes away. And if you want to roar in his ear, if we're in mic, just send them off. Just send them off. And then we'll see how quick they are to um, shout stuff and expletives and, and course at referees. It won't happen. Um, have we any more bets before we go? We have a couple of minutes to go. I hope we have a couple of bets. I've given out a lot tonight, haven't I? And I'm in great form. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is it's it's uh, predicted to rain a hell of a lot tonight. And I have to play golf tomorrow. Um you know, um, so that's the only thing I'm worried about at the moment. So I don't know why I'm giving out so much. VAR is starting to really, really upset me. I'm going to be honest with you. Tomorrow's game, let me know where everyone's watching it. I'm going to watch it at home. Yes, I will watch it at home tomorrow. Um, and hopefully the Reds do the business. Um, have we any more bets? Have we any more bets? Throw them in. Um, what I'll do is, if you have any bets at LFC Day Trippers, I'll give you till about 10 o'clock, I'll decide... I'll put the bet on, I will take a screenshot, I will tag the person in, and they will know that their bet is on. But I've had a good, good, good few in there. People like the half-time, full-time thing. Has anybody got a suggestion for Liverpool to win with somebody to score? You know, like Liverpool to win with Van Dijk to score, Liverpool to win with such and such to score. Anybody got any of them? Uh, North Red has 2-0 Salah both goals. So that would be... So if I was to put a bet on, say... Liverpool Liverpool to win and Salah to score. Something like that. I could go along with something like that. But I can see what I can see what else I can get on that for you. Liverpool win to nil for me, uh said Barry Carr. I'll have a look at that. Uh Liverpool three one with Salah the fourth goal. I'll I'll tell you what, I'll take that one. Chris, I'm gonna take your one, but I'm going to modify it a little bit if that's okay. I'm going to put it down Liverpool to Liverpool to win and Mo Salah to score any time. Um, I'm going to take that one, Chris, if that's alright. I'm just thinking of bets. I will have a look and see the scorecast and the first goal and see what sort of odds it is, but I really want to get something on the board here. So um, we'll have a look. Liverpool to win and Fabinho to score. I'll have a look at that as well. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to take Chris once and see if I can get some sort of adaptation to that. Um, but I like, I like Mix one now as well. Oh, Liverpool to win and Fabinho to score. Right, I could probably split them, couldn't I? I could put five euro on that Liverpool to win and Fabinho to score. Mm, we could split them up. Will we split them up? Yeah, we split them up. Right, we're going to take Chris's and I'm going to see what adaptation we can get on that for the best price. And I'm going to take Mix and Mix uh, Liverpool to win and Fabinho to score. I'm going to put a small stake on that. Um, that's what I'm going to do. Um, that's been it. Um, we're back tomorrow at... 8pm, if I remember right, for the Fatback 4, it will be like a reaction to the game. Um, it's Matt and Grizz, so anything can happen, you know yourselves. Listen, if you have any suggestions for me with regards to this show, who you'd like to see on it, 
what anything you like to see different, anything like that. I'm trying to include people. Barry Carr's been on, Chris Brack has been on. Um, I'm trying to include as many people as I can, you know. So if you have any suggestions at all, just at LFC Day Troopers, send me a private message or any suggestions you have for people you like to see on different things like that. I'm I'm well open for suggestions, whether it's how the show looks, how it sounds, how it's this that and the other, you know guests just like to have on um i'm well open for that absolutely well open for that so um i'm not going to sit here and say no i'm not doing fucking that um i'm well open for it so um if you have any of them as i said at lfc day trippers on twitter you'll find us there for anything you want um it can be a chat about football it can be something you're seeing that we might bring up in the show it can be a guest you'd like to see it can be bets it can be anything you like just at lfc day trippers get on it send us in and uh we, we'll get going um yeah look that's um that's it. That's uh, the Fatback for for Saturday the twenty first of September. Uh yeah, it's been good. It's been good talking to you. I've been on my own tonight. I'll make that change tomorrow and I will make a change for the majority of next week as well. I am working on a guest you've asked me about um numerous times. I'm being in contact with him and I will try to sort that out for some time this week. I'm not gonna give you a name because then you'll get on to him and you go, When are you coming on the show? And then he'll be like, What did you say that for? And then I go, Oh for fuck's sake, lads, and then it'll all fall through and, and we'll all be upset. So um I'll walk on it and when it happens and when I have it confirmed, I will absolutely get on to you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for your bets. Thanks for your opinions. The random questions weren't very good tonight, apart from on moving to the Algarve, but we walk on them. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.